Welcome to yet another episode of the Nobody's Podcast, which I'm sure I'm going to regret this one because it's probably going to get really personal because of the subject matter. I am Leroy, your host, and, I guess, and I am joined here with... Mm-hmm. And I'm a creepy cripple, or Dan, as I am called. Mm-hmm. So we watched a movie. A bit too late to talk about this movie, but who cares? I mean, we talked about, like, what? Over the Garden Wall, and that was 2014. Which, fun fact, is having its fifth anniversary this this year. So I kind of regret not not saving it for this year, but oh well. I mean, Maybe the views will spike up. I mean, look, remember Halo Anthology, like the Halo remaster that came out like eight or nine years after Halo came out. They didn't wait for 10 years either. So. But we can be different. We're already different. Because nobody watches us. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. So. Before, before we start talking about the movie though. There's something I have to address. When looking up the crossover lord. I saw someone <laughs> else with the same name. And this is a friendly warning that uh, you you better plug out of the internet before you have to be plugged in into a life support machine, motherfucker. No! Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I know who he's referring to. No, he's nice. He's a nerd like me. No, 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 not week. the crossover god, the crossover lord who has like six subscribers. Oh, there's, an, oh, there's another one? Oh, yeah, there's yeah another one. who's called Just Like You. That's what I'm talking about. I didn't say the crossover god. I said the crossover lord. It's probably some child. But, you know. You, be- you better be careful, motherfucker. I'm, I'm gonna maim you. Uh, anyway. Uh, friendly warnings out of the way. Let's talk about an uplifting movie. Yes, we decided to watch Pixar's Soul. And... Boy, is it good to have Pixar back to its roots instead of just making sequel after sequel. Yes, but they, they are now owned by Disney, so... They were always owned by Disney. No, always? Really? I think the first movie made after they were bought was, I think, Finding Nemo? Because I know the first Toy Story wasn't, because they were still like indie at the time. And then Steve Jobs saw it and was like, hey, I'm going to go contact my friends at Disney because I'm Steve Jobs, bitch. And then history happened. Yes, he's so smart, he was treating cancer with, like, weeds and stuff. Anyway, if if he's so smart, he wouldn't be dead. That's the dumbest argument I've ever heard. Well, if he's so smart, why is he dead? I feel like I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, that that's the point. It's stupid. Anyway, talking no, about no, death. Tell us about oh, this yes. movie. Okay, so Soul is about a music teacher. He's black, so who? Everyone made a big deal about. Oh my god, a black character! But then it's like, okay, okay. And? Black Panther was also black. I guess because it's a Pixar movie, even though we had stuff like toys and fish and cars and bugs and... And uh, The Incredibles? Where's my super suit? Where is my super suit? Okay. 
Yeah, you you do a better impression, but which which is amazing considering you're Chinese, but anyway. what? Anyhow. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, it's about a music teacher, and he gets a chance to make his dreams come true, but then he dies. What That's is his dream? Becoming a jazz musician. Becoming a jazz musician, yes. That is his dream. And he dies in a very embarrassing way. Which is? Which is he falls into into an open like a sewer grate or or whatever they called. Yeah, I need to rewatch that scene again because I don't remember having like any like signs warning, Hey, don't go here. I don't remember that. I mean, he can sue them. Oh wait, he's dead. I mean, he could now, but let's not get into that yet. Yeah. So he dies, and what happens next? He becomes a soul. He just—he's in the gates, not not the pearly gates, but a metaphor for heaven. And he gets out, and he ends up somewhere where souls are made. And he gets teamed up with a newbornish soul called Twenty Two, voiced by Tina Fey. Yes. And, and um, yeah, that's basically it. They make a deal about like, hey, if you give me back to my body, you won't have to be, you don't have to be forced to go to Earth. And they're like, okay. And yeah. Then I think since the reason this soul doesn't want to go to Earth because she's like, yes, I did check. It is she. She's like, life is not worth living. Just it's lame, which I support. I'm okay. So first off, I think uh, the souls in the movie, including Twenty Two, were meant to be like genderless, because there's a point in the movie where they talk about. So why do you sound like a twenty-something-year-old woman? Is like, oh, I can change my voice to whatever I want. I just chose this one because it's annoying. I mean, every I looked up today, and every review I seen says that it's her. So I'm just going off that. You think reviewers would should have called twenty two it or something? I I don't know. Maybe maybe she is her. Who who knows? Who cares? Gender is a social construct, a construct, and shit and whatever. And women deserve rights, I guess. Anyway. So, so yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Because okay, a big deal with the advertising, because it was the only thing I saw. I was not spoiled on this movie. I only saw the first trailer before the whole pandemic stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And it was people were kind of pissed at, oh, great, it's going to be like uh, that other movie that came out where a black guy turns into something called Spies in the Skies, where, oh, look, we have a black character, and then they turn into something else for like a big chunk of the movie. Do you think Soul is a similar case to that? Mm, no because like he's always black I you know mean... the, okay this sound that sounded really weird what I just said but <laughs> he's always black you can't escape being an n-word anyway that's not what I meant what I meant to say is he's always himself even when he ha- like when a mistake happens and he turns into a cat 
it is in the trailer, so I can't spoil it. He still Wait, acts like it? himself. So, you know, I, I don't... Mean, I mean, in spite of the skies, Will Smith's character still acts like himself. He's just a pigeon now. And people were like... Oh, is oh, that wait, a controversy a... about... What? I thought he, like, turns into a white man or something. I haven't seen the spies <laughs> in the skies. No, he turns into a pigeon, and people were like, well, what the fuck? We finally have an animated character who's black, and he's the main star of a big movie, and then you turn him into a fucking bird? I mean, pigeons can be black. They can souls. Truly, that is a deep question. Yeah. I mean... I mean, look, black is a bunch of stereotypes. Everyone should be beyond stereotypes. You know how like there are gay people whose only whose only defining character trait is, not, is that they are gay. Who that is every sitcom in the eighties and nineties. Like, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, and there are actually people like that. When you see like a Buzzfeed video, there's like I'm gay. I'm I'm actually gay. He like constantly talks about it. Which means he's the most boring motherfucker in the, on the planet because he doesn't have a personality beyond that. That makes him interesting. You know, your race or your gender or whatever doesn't make you interesting. Your personality does. So stop fighting about it. True words were never said. Yes. That is speech number one. I want people in the audience to like count how many speeches there are in this episode of like real issues and stuff because we're probably gonna get into a some. I mean there's there's nothing like that controversial here. They know they don't cover like police brutality or some. That would be an interesting take. Just out of nowhere. Out of out of nowhere just I mean it it is New York I guess. Yeah people are assholes still. Although they're not complete assholes which I appreciate that. Because later on in the movie, when he faints in the subway, people like go look around. It's like, oh, I hope he's okay and stuff. And it's like, when I think a regular New York in any other animated show or movie, they would just like walk over him. Yes, and there's always this guy. If you're in New York, or if a show is basically based in New York, there's always this one guy. Hey, I'm walking here. That's because of SNL. And people never get sick of that joke, even though I think we have now. Yeah, I don't even know what it's, what it's parodying, like, because I t Italians are in New York. I mean, pizza. That's a big thing in New York and also Italy, so... And the, in the world in general. But more so there. If you have to pinpoint an exact location, it's there. Or Chicago. Okay... There's actually like a fight between a Chicago pizza and the New York pizza from what I know. Yeah, that's what I referenced. Yeah. Personally, I never had Chicago pizza, but I was like, I prefer, I don't like crunchy pizza, so I guess Chicago isn't for me. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Chicago isn't for you because like it has a lot of violence in it and stuff. So yeah, Chicago isn't for anyone. Plus... You know, Doug Walker living there. Do you want to live on the same plane as Doug Walker does? Come on. It's either that or Linkara, so pick your poison, motherfucker. <laughs> Where does he live? I don't know, actually. Okay. I honestly don't care. I don't, I don't want to go into private people stuff. Anyway, getting back to the movie. 
So, what do you think about this movie? I mean, okay, so let's take it not scene by scene, but the humor in the movie was kind of, at first, was kind of hidden miss. Like, he he comes out of the classroom, and the, like, it's not a teacher, it's the head of the school, I think, that he meets, right? Yes. And uh, he's complaining, like, these kids, they're just aren't good. And the kid comes by, is like, and he's like, you are good. And then he whispers to her, no, he's not good. Which, you know, a joke you could, you could see a mile away. I mean, I mean, yeah, I do tend to agree with you. Some of the jokes in the movie felt a little too kiddish, but then again, remember, it's a Pixar movie. Not so even like kiddish, that's but not an excuse. Kind of obvious. That that's my problem. There, there's nothing worse than a joke you can see coming. But speaking of God damn it, you gave me like the perfect transition uh, to yeah, what, I, speaking, what I wanted speaking. to talk about, but that would be like spoilery. Yeah. Ah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. So That's yeah, okay. This this movie is quite is quite beautifully animated, I think. Oh, definitely. Easily one of um, Pixar's best. Just shows like how much technology has progression, progressing, like the clothing and how the characters look, and just like so detailed I and yet so simple. Yeah, I think what gives it flair is this whole afterlife aesthetic, because mm. that's where you well, can get into beautiful things. Yeah, one thing we should definitely mention is that um, the the people who run the before life and the afterlife they are these 2d animated things and they look really cool just like they blend to 2d and 3d super well yeah you know it's that? really it's really a treat and then there's a main character who uh, who looks very exaggerated I mean, everyone in this movie looks exaggerated. That, I mean, it's just the fun of animation. You get to exaggerate everything. Yeah, but he... I already told you this, like, twice in the private conversations. Yes, we actually have private conversations. We don't pretend to be friends just on this for the cloud, you know? Mm. And here's the thing. He reminds me of this guy from the Grubhub commercial. Which I still haven't seen, actually. I've just seen, like, the thumbnails of it on, like, YouTube. It's like, Here, here's the Grubhub ad, but uh, we code it to Gangsta's Paradise or something. Yeah. He, there's, there's a, like, a dead character who looks kind of just like him. And he says, Grubhub offers you deals. The kind of deals that make you boogie. And, you know... That's that's what he looks like to me, but I just have one question about that Grubhub ad. Mm -hmm. What what dance does he boogie down to? Like, does he do like a Fortnite dance or something? Uh, I I don't know what Fortnite dancing is. I can't believe I just heard that in 2021. I never played Fortnite. I don't care. You don't. I... Neither do I, but I still know some of the dances because kids spam that shit everywhere. I know they like f dab or something. 
Yeah, that's one. They they don't dab in the commercial. Good. So there's also one called flossing. Do you know what that is? Flossing. Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that's thought... also from Fortnite. Oh, I thought flossing is a dance that existed way before. I think it has, because Fortnite takes a lot of its dances from like Scrubs and other popular stuff at the time. Yeah. I'm sure somebody is moonwalking in Fortnite, but doesn't mean Fortnite, you know, invented Michael Jackson. Anyway. There are kids right now who don't know who Michael Jackson is, and that makes me sad. Well, considering his history with kids, maybe that's for the best. But the music, man. The I mean, music. his music is quite good. People should, people should listen to his music, but, you know, the stuff he made in the 80s and 90s and not the ones that he did in the 2000s or 70s. Speaking of music, mm -hmm. soul. There's a lot of jazz in this movie. Yes. If you don't like jazz, this movie is not for you. If you don't like the B movie, this movie is not for you. But yeah, jazz. This movie gets one thing right. Atmosphere. Like, atmosphere of like black New York is pretty well shown in this movie. And, and pretty believable. Yeah, I do like that. Um, from what I've heard from actual New Yorkers, they, Hollywood tends to dramatize New New York as like this perfect place full of skyscrapers and still douchey people, but just looks like tourist New York and not real New York, where it's kind of dirty and stuff. Yeah, and this movie's kind of guilty of that, but there are like signs that there's some dirtiness going around, like um, the rats in that one scene. Yeah, you know what's the reference to, right? The, the rats stealing the rats stealing the pizza. Yes. There's I remember a, seeing. There's what? a YouTube video of that, I think. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were referencing like, oh, this is from a movie. It's like, well, all I know is that one video, but. Yeah, a video. That's what I was talking about. But okay, it's not very realistic because the all characters are black, but nobody says the n-word, so <laughs> no realism there. But it, it is pretty cool. hell though. That's edgy enough for an yeah. animated movie nowadays. That'd be no. Just imagine the twenty-two being in his body and just saying it, spamming it. I mean, it is Tina Fey. She has done blackface before in like 30 Rock, I think, so. But I think so. I don't want to like spread this information. That's just what I've heard. Yes, because, you know, everyone going for, everyone's watching us. We can... You never know in the future, people, like archaeologists, might be like, let's see what YouTube is like. Like obscure YouTube. Let's see. And then they let's find us. Let's see what obscure YouTube is like. And it's like a video... You remember from very, very early YouTube, there was a video of like two seconds of a girl blinking? No. And just looking into the camera, but... Okay, let's talk about it later. I will show you and it's fucking creepy. Anyway. So... I think I'm starting to... Was, is it like a bunch of videos with that? 
Where the girl just stares at the camera in various places. Um, she just stares at the uh, camera. She's an Asian girl who just stares at the camera. And it was like the beginning of YouTube and it had millions of views. I might know what this is. Yeah, it this didn't even like have a title. Actually, it didn't even have a title. It's just like star and dot and, you know, symbols. Hmm. And that girl wasn't actually Asian. She actually just had some work done to look Asian. Anyhow, soul. I'm just processing everything. Like I processed this movie. Yeah. What? Um, uh, animation? Do you like the voice acting? Yes, I think the voice acting is probably one of the best things about this movie. I thought well, like Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey work well off each other. The other side characters do their roles very well. I just think it's very well cast, in my opinion. Regardless of what you think about, oh, Tina Fey's in a black, Tina Fey's character is in a black person's body. Is like it's a plus thing. Yeah. If they use like their actual voices. I mean, it would be insulting character. if she tried to do like a black person accent. You know. Mm-hmm. But. The one gripe I have with voice acting is Terry, the the main kind of villain. Because yeah, he, he's whispering his lines. Kinda. I mean, I didn't have that problem personally, so... And I have no, not heard anyone else mention that, so maybe it was just you? Uh, yeah, probably. But you just don't like Britishish accents. No, I just don't like accents that sound. Uh, I don't like accents that accents that make every word they say the same word. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. so did this movie touch you in the feels? Yes, I'm ashamed to admit, but yes. The, did did you shed a manly tear? Surprisingly, no. Man. Pixar has yet to actually make me cry. Despite what everyone says, oh, up, Up's first 10 minutes or Toy Story 3's ending, they made me cry like a bitch. It's like, I never had that, actually. Which makes you question, am I soulless monster or... I didn't... Just... I... I didn't cry either. I mean, there was some feely moments, but I was, but, but I wasn't about to cry. Cause I think you know who this movie would make cry. Who? Anyone who doesn't have a purpose in life, and it's kind of lost, and then they see the moral of the movie and they're like welling up. I don't think we have that problem. Oh, speaking of people, most likely teens that have no purpose in life. I took a few notes while watching the movie. I only took like three because I got distracted. But one of the notes I have is possible dead teen joke from the very one when Terry, not Terry, when the main character first dies and running across the conveyor belt and one of the guys, one of the guys he comes across is like this emo teenager. He's like, where's my life? He's like, I don't know. Remember? Oh yeah, that's like, and they did. They don't even let her as or him ascend. They're just like, go back in there. You just that that wasn't even pills you took. That was just like aspirin. Go back in there, you poser. 
No, but still the possibility the possibility of a dead teenager. An emo teenager that killed himself is just like, whoa. That's dark. Nice. I like it. Yeah. That's pretty dark and it's pretty fun. The thing that okay. The thing I watched today was like uh, Easter eggs. You know the channel Looper? Have you heard of them? Uh, they're the ones that did like the Pixar theory and such, right? Possibly. I don't know. Maybe. But I'm confusing it with another one. Yeah, Looper. They they did by like what Easter eggs were in the soul. And uh, remember that. Eskimo girl who's like this this is not what I thought it was I thought I meet the war a warlos a warlos remember that yes yeah and they were like this is this is a reference to the Beatles song I am the war uh, of why can I say that word walrus yes to that song because in the song warlos <laughs> In the song Not that well. animal dreamed, dreamed, and that was what the song about about the warlords dreaming. Which I think they're stretching it. I think he, he this girl's just like ask him, ask him all, and since they believe in like animals being deities, I thought it was like a reference to um, like not exactly, but like a similar version to. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where the world is on, where the world is on, no, not the world, the universe is on the back of a giant turtle. Just replace the turtle with the walrus, and there you go. I don't know if they go that deep. I just think, I just thought it's like, hey, like uh, native people have a lot of their spirituality tied to animals. So she thought the god is a wal walrus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what would be a, a reference to the Hitchhiker's Gu Guide to the Galaxy? 42? No, no, no. The only thing I know about the Hitchhiker's Guide is that there was an adventure game based on it and it was a really dickish. Like how so? Like, for example, you're in a dark room, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to figure out where you are. And you need to type, yes, because it was a text adventure, I think. You needed, okay. to, ta you needed to type, taste, uh, taste. And you never tasted anything before. And that's the only way to progress. So if you don't type taste specifically, you're just stuck in the endless void forever? Yes. And then turns out you are the party because you tasted the wine. Early PC games were so weird. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm but, checking my other notes. By the way, wine, Jesus. There is no portrayal of God. I mean, there kind of is. Where? I mean, the Jerry's who run the the before life are kind of like gods. I I thought they were kind of like angels that just do do the bidding. 
Yeah, yeah, most likely that. Or like they're the angels and then God is just somewhere else and not directly mentioned. Yeah, God's just chilling. Much like in real life. Zing. No, he's playing. He, I think he found out about play gink and he's like, sounds fun. How about I do that? On my scale. So we're living through God's uh, playing uh, play gink session. So one of my, I think my favorite scene in the movie was um, the when the montage of 2D and the main character. Uh, jump, just just going through all the different things that 2D could be good at. And she goes, meh. Like drawing hands is hard, meh. And then she paints like a perfect gymnast moves. You're like, meh. Tries to be president, meh. And just nothing works. I mean, yeah, my favorite scene actually is when she's messing with people in the zone. <laughs> she's like, Line. Cause she's like, cause I I really like the joke like, hey I've been I've been messing with this team team for decades, and then she throws that, you know, sand sand at that guy, and he misses the shot, again. Which by the way, it was a real uh, basketball team, the Lakers. I looked it up. Oh, the Lakers. I thought it was a reference to the Nets, which is a basketball team that Jay Z bought. Jay Z the rapper, you know. And everyone was baffled why he bought them because they always sucked. They never won anything. So they're like the Cubs of baseball. But not baseball. Basketball. Of, uh, basketball. Yeah, who's Cubs? The Cubs, the Chicago Cubs are like a football team? The American that, that football? Yeah, American football, and they, they're infamous for never winning a game in like 100 years, until like 2015, I think. Cubs, Cubs is a shitty name, like, it gives no confidence. Yeah, they're saying, oh, you guys are a bunch of baby lions, that's a, not, that's not menacing. And imagine like, the team never changed, it's like the same dudes 100 years old. <laughs> they ain't Cubs no more. <laughs> I'm I'm only dying when I finally win a game. And, and then in 2015, like, that it. finally happens. Fuck it, let let them w win this one. And the only reason like they won is because the other team didn't show up. Aww. Like there was a thing I read when I don't know. It was like on Reddit, I think. So I think that person might be lying because that was people do on Reddit, but. He was like, in college we called our team, no game is scheduled today. And he said, We've, we won a couple matches because other teams saw it, they thought there, was, there will be no game. That's kind of brilliant. Oh. And I kind of want it to be real, but I know it isn't. Yeah. Then again, it's there is an actual like school mascot called Scrody the Scrotum, so that is real. Mascot for what? For like a school, like a school, like uh, sports team. You you know sometimes. Sometimes you have I don't know maybe they have just a, a good sense of humor or something. 
I think if Dan, Sh uh, Dan Schneider had a basketball team or so, it would be called Defeat. Nickelodeon Defeat. Anyway, so. Anyway, yes. So, should we talk about the ending? Uh, let's yeah let's, let's talk about the spoiler together. let's no before the ending let's talk about like the main message of the movie the themes that's kind of what the the ending is about so yeah, that's what okay. i Let, let's touch upon that then as well what do you think wait, uh, wait uh, hold on uh spoilers folks so if you haven't seen soul get the fuck out because i highly recommend going into this movie blind you'll have a you'll have a gay old time okay i'm done yeah and just to give you a bit more time to log off i i will say this this movie is incredibly easy to watch like it doesn't drag yeah there's not much of scenes that like tend to drag or were pointless is like some people say the the scene the scene where um the girl from his class comes to visit him is that i quit I was like, no. People thought that scene was kind of pointless, but I was like, it no. It wasn't. It's one yeah, of the most important scenes of the movie. The fuck they talking about? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, the movie is like an hour and a half, but it doesn't feel like that. Like, when you don't watch it, you'd be like, huh, already? Hmm? And that's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, isn't it typically a bad sign where you look at the times like, oh god, the movie's still going, in like a negative way? Yeah, I'm sure that happened a lot to people who like went to see Shark Tale. Or, or even worse, something that's like three hours, like Godfather or the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I mean, look, if you're going to see Lord of the Rings, you you'll be there the whole time because you're hopeless. Don't you mean soulless? Soulless? Mm. Oh, they're all gingers then. <laughs> yeah, there's no gingers in the movie. Which further proves my theory. Gingers don't have souls. And we have brave for that. For the, gin for the ginger folks. Yeah. Ginger folks. Freaks, you mean. Anyway. And this is why no one watches us. I'm redheads aren't. You know, I think they're in on the joke. No, they're not. I've seen South Park. They're not. Plus, uh, plus, plus, I'm just. You know why I do all this like cynical shit and why I like do this all of this horrible shit? Why I say that? Why? Because when you're gonna go to Comic Con, which which is gonna happen because this channel will take off, obviously. Oh, clearly. Clearly we have enough money to fly across the fucking world to Comic-Con. You, you can swim. Anyway. I can. Yeah. Anyway, and when all the cosplayer girls be like, Hey, we, we heard your podcast and we, we know about the crossover, Lord. And it's like, you're really, you're really a decent guy compared to this other guy. He's horrible. He's misogynistic, he's all those other things. You know what? How about, how about me and my and the friend of mine and you just go to a hotel room and that's how you get laid. This is all planned. So you know I'm doing this for you, man. 
so soul. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, soul. What do you think about the ending? Okay, so people have a lot of problems with the ending. People say that he should have died at the end or at least become a mentor to like someone else. But in my opinion, yes, that would be the more appropriate ending for all the stuff that he goes through throughout the movie. Like he achieves his goal. But he does and he still doesn't feel like he's satisfied, like he still feels empty. Well yeah. quote unquote empty, but still. I think it was appropriate for him to get a second chance. Because as he says in that final monologue, he's gonna live every moment, every every little minute, one step at a time or something like that. I fucked that up badly. Yeah. But it's it's fine. The thing, the thing you said he could be a mentor to someone. I don't think he could be a mentor because you can be, you can only be a mentor once and then you pass on. Remember that? Oh, true. You can be a mentor all the time. Like he already mentored twenty-two. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Although um, I do think Terry the. Okay, so the Jerry's give the main character another chance at life, and so in case Terry goes back to, you know, make things right, the accountant, they just like, hey, look over there, what? And then just change one of the dials, and that's it. It's like I get the joke, but that's kind of lazy. I mean, it is, but what else would you do to an accountant? He wasn't a villain. He just he was just doing his job. Yeah, but still, I still think that's lazy. Uh, no, what what did you want it to do? You wanted him to like banish to hell for just doing his job? No, I don't. Maybe he would. Maybe if he was the one that went to the main character and went, "Look, um, I talked with the Jerry's and they wanted to give you a second chance. I'll I'll ignore this one." I don't know. He seems a bit too prideful to ignore. Yeah, that's and, uh, true. One of my favorite things about this movie is how it, it's how it like shows people who are lost, lost souls. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the, the the freaking accountant bit was like really funny. It's I don't think he was a trader, I think. Whatever. Yeah, trader. So basically, when the soul is lost. They basically don't live their own life. They're like a the de- de- dead end job, just doing shit, and they don't even live live their life. And you know, it's job of some folks in the after not the after in before life or whatever it's called. Before life, yeah. In before life, to get them back to living. They're not dead, but they might as well be because they're dead inside. I do like that the movie points out later that even someone who's in the zone with something they really like could could even potentially fall back into becoming and feeling soulless monsters again. Yeah. Because, remember because that? You, yes. Because you can't be in the zone all the time. You gotta diversify. Yeah. Yeah. But when I saw when I finished watching this movie, I thought Leroy really needs to see this. This is for him. Oh god. Yeah. And w- w- would you would you mind explaining why? 
or is it a bit much? I'll try. I'm not gonna like it, but I'll try. Okay, so as some of you who may know by looking at this, if you're if you're even looking at this point, at a, this at the screen, I want to be an artist. I know that's kind of laughable, but shut up. And um, I think, and I'm very goal oriented too. I want to be an animator. I want to make. I want to tell stories. I want to make cartoons. It's going to be great. Everyone, shut up. I need to focus. That's actually one of the reasons why I made this channel. So in the future, I could like post animations one day. Never to be like the next big thing, and I don't want to be like super famous or anything. No, just. I just want to tell my stories, regardless of if they are profitable or not. And I, and as this movie points out, that's probably not very good, right? Well, to me, this movie, what this movie points out, is that you, okay, you just told me that you want to tell your stories no matter what, no matter the success. I think what this movie points out is that even if you don't like succeed, if you're still doing what you love it's still worth doing because you know how uh, Joe Garner I don't think we even mentioned his name <laughs> but the main character Joe Garner who I think okay I think he's an, he's an ultimate nice guy because he, when he dies he has his fedora on it's like it's fo it follows ghost that logic like your clothes die with you that's probably for the best no. Oh god, now I can imagine the fan art. <laughs> when, when they die without clothes. Anyway. But yeah. What this movie is saying, even if you don't enjoy, even you don't succeed at something, you still you still should do it because you enjoy it. And the thing with you is that you are very goal oriented, but you're also I think very success oriented as well because you always plan stuff out in a very in a very long haul you'd be like this is gonna be this many seasons this is gonna be this many episodes and you know with with a lot of things that can go wrong at any point even little things uh, yeah basically what I'm saying is that you build too much expectations for yourself and you just you should just enjoy things you do because you do them regardless if you be able to get eight seasons or three seasons of whatever you wanna make or a pilot you, well I, I hope you get further than a pilot but sure I'm just saying whatever whatever you like doing you should do it not because it will make you money but because you know you you enjoy doing it for example, I've been a translator for seven years. This is what my channel is on YouTube translating, and I've been doing this for seven years. And I have a thousand subs, which is depressing when you when you like think about how it's seven years and I'm only got a thousand, a bit more than a thousand. But you know, I'm enjoying doing this, and I don't care if it's successful or not. I just enjoy doing stuff. 
Anything. See, this is what I worried about this episode, where it's gonna get way too personal for me specifically, and then people, and then people who watch, like, what the fuck are they talking about? I don't know this guy. I mean, uh, look, we didn't say anything amazingly personal. Okay, it, it's not personal. It kinda like just shine the line on your ambitions a bit, and I think it will make you more relatable to people. We didn't, you know. We didn't discuss your fetishes or anything. <laughs> Which don't worry guys, he doesn't like feet. I checked. Anyway. My point my point is you you're ambitious, but you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't get you shouldn't get so ambitious that it weighs you down if you don't succeed in one small little area. Just chill. Live your life. Yeah, remember, gotta remember the little moments in life. Yeah, and also, if you even if you don't have much money, it's not even I'm so, talking to you, just to the audience. If you, even if you don't have much money or you're not particularly successful, if you're comfortable, that worth that's worth a lot. And uh, I'm thinking of how to transition this. And sp speaking of something Leroy told me once, he told me that, uh, like, fan not fan fiction, like, fiction is very sad and the real world doesn't really have beauty in it. But I think this movie kinda rebuttals that very simply. Because uh, when 22 eats oh, pizza. Okay, okay. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give context to that. You were talking about the topic of photography and yes. how I don't consider that an art form because it's mostly focused on reality. Yes, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And when Twenty Two eats uh, tries pizza for the first time, she is just overwhelmed because uh, overwhelmed because it's so delicious. And. Uh, you know, you like food too, and you can taste it in a in a fan fictional wor world. You know, life is beautiful and worth it. Just you know, gotta cherish the little things, and not f and don't forget their privilege. The white male privilege. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're not even that white. I just I just needed to make a joke to lighten up the mood. It's a Philly podcast, it's okay. Like this does this movie like basically was this movie life affirming to you? Not quite like a hundred percent, but like a teeny bit. It made a dent in my armor. I which mean... is more than like a lot of like um PSAs or stuff like be yourself like it's better than that be be yourself yeah this is this is the kind of uh, being myself is a kind of behavior that landed me all of those restraining orders thank you very much yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but the thing is you shouldn't really be the thing this movie is trying to teach everyone I think Life doesn't have a purpose, and that's okay. You create your own purpose. Okay, since you got personal, I get personal too. My dad uh, always told me that, like, having kids 
is a is a point is a goal in life. It's a point of life. Ki raising kids is a point of life. It's a goal. Which, if he thinks that it's fine, you know, I don't. I don't think it's my goal. But you know, it's his goal and it's fine. But if you have a goal, you shouldn't enforce it on other people. Just saying. Mm. Yeah, and uh, um. this movie wasn't very life-affirming to me either, because like, what it trying to teach? I already know. That's why I'm a bit more relaxed, uh, generally, than you are. And that's why I'm like saying all this weird shit on camera, because I'm just having fun, and you know, I don't really care. But the f the thing that kind of okay, the reason why I'm like depressed is because like I had I had a lot of people that I love and care about basically die one after another in the span of several years Th this is why my life is miserable not because I don't have a purpose I just couldn't protect anyone I loved so this movie kinda didn't do much for me at all no. but it does teach you a good lesson if you don't have a basically if you think you need a purpose in life or you think that you only cut out to do one thing like you're really good at I don't know painting painting the walls or whatever that's not the only thing you can do you can you know learn piano learn few languages you can you can be a winner at Kahoot or whatever you know do what you want to do with your life don't don't let anyone tell you what you should be doing well within within the law anyhow i'm just gonna say one more thing before we probably close this out mm -hmm. sorry if this is a shorter podcast but who cares mm -hmm. but um the original idea for this movie Instead, instead of it being about a black musician, it was going to be about a white animator until one of the writers came in and was like, let's make it this. And everyone was like, okay. And I'm wondering, if that white animator version was made, would I cry like a bitch or not? Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. Because I don't... I don't know. I like, don't stuff think that... you would. I don't know because stuff that like really relates to me I have more of a connection with and typically make me cry so, so. basically let's let's imagine what the plot of that going to be instead of like trying to perform with this quartet and feeling empty he like animates his first episode or a pilot and then he feels he feels empty Is that yeah, like going to happen Maybe like in the middle the pilot comes out and it's a huge success and everyone loves him but he still feels empty. Maybe that. I mean, yeah, I heard from people who like always want to write a book. They're always like, yes, I'm holding the printed version of my book in my hands but I don't kind of feel very different. I know, I think you shouldn't make something a goal of, of your entire life. Like you should have you should always have small and achievable goals so you can move from one thing to the next be like hey yes I have a pilot now let's go work on the on other like either on other cartoons on on the next episode 
or yes I, re I finally did it maybe I can you know be a drummer or whatever you should always have goals you should never basically put your entire life at the stake of one single dream because you will feel empty when it's when that dreams come dream comes true you will probably think I have nothing to live for anymore and that's how suicide happens eh, no, not really suicide by the way here's the thing I want to say about this movie being naive oh yeah you said something like yeah. this movie felt like too optimistic in your opinion yeah here's the thing so when souls are going down on earth mm -hmm. or to earth I don't want to make it sound sexual when they're going down to earth but the sun does, uh, does go down at night which I don't know if you remember that reference anyway what I meant by optimistic is that it kinda assumes that everyone who descends to earth will end up in good parenting conditions in a, in a more or less stable country you know what I mean? I mean it does I mean, they do make a point, like when the um, Carl is shown is being shown that presentation about the, you know, what a soul is and what boxes need to be ticked so the soul goes to Earth. And one of the kids goes, "I'm an I'm a narcissistic, pessimistic, mind bending, whatever, like bad guy, yeah, opportunistic, yeah, bad guy." And then one of the judges goes, oh, oh, watch out for this one, but that's not our problem, that's Earth's problem. I wanted to bring bring that too, uh, bring it up too, but that's all I'm talking about. This movie kind of assumes that everyone, not be a good person, but like, will will be born in good, condi like, in good environment to live their life. And, you know, you've been to Africa before, you know there's so some people who who don't have the best conditions and yeah. it's not their fault, they were just born there so that's why I think it's a bit too optimistic and another thing about all this, this personality shit so let me get this straight, I, I think this is the most harmful thing about the movie because it basically teaches a kid if you are bratty, annoying, selfish, whatever that's how you were made you don't have to change, that's what you meant to be all along. Don't be a better person, don't work on your temper, don't work on your self, uh, selfishness, don't work on all of this. Because you've been like this ever since you came on this earth. It's fine because that's what you meant to be. A part of me thinks you're overthinking it, but now that you mention it, it's like... Huh, I don't point. think I'm overthinking this. I I think it, I think that was the worst lesson, because, okay, every human is born selfish, like you know how kids yell when they want something. Mm -hmm. But it's up to the parents and up to a person when they grow up to be better. Personality isn't determined by by you at by anyone at birth. Personality is sometimes shaped by events or whatever, but you can always change. You're not predetermined 
to be you're not predetermined to be like a musician you're not predetermined to be angry you're not predetermined to be evil none of that you can always work on yourself and be better that's that's what I tried to say there's no such thing as a preset personality or whatever and with that yeah thank you all for watching thank you I'm sorry I've been mostly talking I'm sorry I didn't you know Oh, I don't care. I was honestly worried. It's like, am I gonna go too personal with this? I don't know. I mean, do you think you did? No. Yeah. Do do do, do you think I said so, something I shouldn't have about you? Nah, you're fine. Okay. And now, since I'm fine, I'm gonna spell out his home address and. Uh, oh. <laughs> anyway. Pull the plug now. Oh. So yeah, folks, this is a great movie. You should all see it. Any closing remarks? Um, I'm glad Pixar is back to making good movies again. What was the recent worst movie that they did? Well, not worst, but on but, Onward just got unlucky as hell because it, it came to theaters when the pandemic started. But from what I've seen, it seemed fine. What movie? Like what? What movie? I didn't hear. Onward. Oh, Onward. I actually, yeah, I seen it. Like, people mentioning the soul is kind of like Onward or something like that. Onward just seems less focused. And also, a lot of the drama before the movie came out also didn't help. With what drama? What drama? My ears perked up. What drama? Well, not really drama, just more like. Hey, look, guys, we have the first Disney gay character, and she has, like, one line in the movie. The fir uh, first gay character? The first gay character in a Disney movie. I think there were m way before that. They just never said I, they were gay. I know, but Disney and Pixar made a big deal about it, and it wasn't very good. It's like Mortal Kombat 10 or 11, I think. They had this uh, this archer who was gay, and they announced it. And all he was known as is the gay archer. Not his personality, not nothing, just the gay archer. I don't think people, I don't, I don't think in 2020, you should like over sensationalize that that things like that, because you know being gay or you know not being gay or being bi or being gender fluid the, it's okay these days it's not controversial like Ellen Page like Ellen Page is a man now no one cares hmm. well I say no one like I still see like videos for some reason in my recommended like Ben Shapiro's take on you know Ellen being like, who gives a fuck about Ben Shapiro like come on now you know what I kind of like about him that he always like has a camera like very close to him so you can't so you can't see he's a midget he's like he's like a meter and 50 centimeters that guy is tiny and he always trying to like make a threatening face. That just makes me laugh. But doesn't that nobody cares except for very conservative people? 
and people from the other side who were sensationalized. Well, just let's live our lives. Let's not judge judge each other because of our orientation, and not let's not base our fucking personality around it. I think I I think I mentioned this in the beginning, but I know a lot of people. I've met a lot of people in real life that um, live their stereotypes proudly. Who? So I so I. F- don't you don't mention names although you can but I won't like who, Most people have forgotten. like what uh, what stereotypes were they prou- proudly living um basically CJ uh, you know CJ from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas who doesn't know of course my favorite character of all, C- uh, of all GTA games of course Basically that. But CJ's a cool dude. No. Imagine that, but worse. Like ten times the N-word. So, Lamar. Yes. No, not even that. He's not like, he's not like fun, fun stereotype. He's just douchey stereotype. He's like, will you shut up? So, uh, so he's like, yeah, I'm... I'm black and cool and I like sports and I don't think about the sex more than three times a day. You know, that over-masculine type. Yeah. And they were all black too, so it didn't help either. Yeah. Do you, any other people like uh, stere- who who are proud stereotypes you met? I mean, I met a few divas before, like, like stereotypes are all about shopping and stuff, and they were like in high school, it's like you should. It's like, huh? So I guess those, all those, all those cartoons were right. There is like a valley girl in every school. The, did she talk with the accent though, with the valley girl accent? I met one, and I was so shocked when that happened. Oh my god, it's true. <laughs> like in Portugal? Yes. I thought they're only like in California because that's what, where the accent is from. Shit. I, I kinda, know. I, I actually asked her. Now. I actually asked her, "Is like, are you American?" I was like, no, it's just like talk. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, That's all I talk. As if. Remember that. As if. Yeah. Yeah. We should have done that meme in the beginning. Oh well, too late. Yeah. I. I okay. I just want to hear you saying is to say saying the N word. That's what I like. That's my dream. Just you know, singing there. Where are we? Where are we ending the podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This podcast kind of trailed off, but you know. I'm, yeah, more than usual. Because so far in the other like podcast episodes, we were always like focused on the topic. But since we decided not to tackle the movie scene for scene, we just went like balls out, whatever, like a let's play. Well. I guess. Should we end it now? I guess we should. Yeah. Any, any other last comments? Uh, I guess not. Go see the movie. It's good. Yeah, go support Soul, even though I'm sure it made like a zillion dollars by now. Yeah. And, okay, also at the very end, they were like, this, this movie, part of this movie was made while Pandemic was like going already yes it got delayed because of it yeah and they're like 
yeah we, we all made this movie in our homes like the second half of it six feet apart from each other which I found kinda like it's not a cute joke it's just yeah. of course you were six feet apart you were in the different houses you assholes I don't think that was meant to be a joke. I mean, I think that was meant like a warning. It's like, hey, people, wear your masks. Respect the rules. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Because trust me, people. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I don't know, probably the cyberpunk devs are still without masks slaving away. No. Or some. Anyway. Though, um, another detail I did like in the credits was... Um, when they were listing like the new the newborns like they were made during the movie's production and it said like recent graduates because in the movie newborn souls are grad are graduates when they go to earth so. wait new newborns like from uh, not from the from the animators and the crew yeah that that's cool yeah, i thought that, i just thought that <laughs> that's cute that's that that new the new graduates they really, they really lucky to be born where they are, because they're born in California, and not in like you know, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, some people think twenty-two ended up going somewhere to China or something, depending on how the Earth looked at that scene, and depending on like the direction she was going, it seemed like she was heading like somewhere in China. It's like, oh, she's not gonna have an easy life. Well, Chinese and North Korea. Well, let's not. You know, Ch China. I mean, yes, their president looks like fucking Winnie the Pooh. And he's very insecure about it. But, you know, it's not North Korea. Some people were like. Uh, some people thought that she, like, gonna land in Tibet. Because she was, like. She was trained by thousands. And, uh, oh, we didn't mention it. How many teachers she had before before Joe? Like a billion or like an exaggerated amount. Yeah, my favorite one was uh, George Washington. Washington, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, Washington. <laughs> Remember when he was like, 22 is like, you you are you think being on the penny is an honor? He's that like, was yes. Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. Sorry, I. You don't know you're American president. You're not American. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, cause my accent is really American. It's so it's so American it fucks my sister. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a good joke with the uh, oh even though Jackson's on the twenty and he Lincoln flips out. Which, which is true. It's not from Jackson. It's like I just imagine if she lingered there a bit longer, and tr Trump w would be one of her mentors. Uh. What? What will he flip over? Or he would be like, he just appears and she's like, grab him by the pussy, and she's like, what are you talking about? And they just like lead him away. I just realized something. What? There is no clear reference to like heaven or hell. It's like the great beyond just said, oh, that's where you go when you die. There's yeah. no direct mention of, oh, if a person's good or bad. There's like no real talks about that. Even though hell is mentioned in the movie like 20 times. I mean, h hell is mentioned, but 
it's never it's never made clear that it exists yeah i thought hmm Which, that's some sequel potential right there i hope well, it doesn't I, I but think, so. i kind of think it makes sense because like you know god god's force is loving his kids his children us and why would there be hell if he loves us but so you're saying God supports every good and bad person ever I'm just saying like he's like that he's like you give them a stern talking to like well, look what you did look look what you did Hitler you left Earth such a mess down there yeah you yeah what, what, go to the corner yeah, think go about to the what corner. you did or Africa as I call it <laughs> they have no money just imagine like hell is hell is Africa just imagine that it, it has always been on earth that's where all the bad people end up okay that's enough for today good night folks uh, no there's another question I didn't get to ask actually you like Inside Out right yeah it's probably my favorite uh, Pixar movie is it Same better director. than Soul I personally prefer Inside Out but again, it may like depend on the person. Oh, I like Soul more. It's like, oh, I want, I want to be mad. It's like, it's totally understandable. Some people actually I seen they theorize that what's the girl's name from Inside, Inside Out? Inside Out, Riley. What? Riley. Riley. Yes, that twenty-two is Riley. People theorize twenty-two became a lot of characters like Boo from Monsters Inc. Well, that's like the most famous one I've heard. Yeah, Boo, like who, who, who thought about Monsters Inc? Like, come on. The people who believe the Pixar theory, the. And I don't know. I think her being Riley is kind of cute. I mean, it's possible. Same director. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, and that same director actually made like game of I don't remember what that old man's name was. Basically, an old man playing chess with himself. Ah, uh, yes. That came out in nineteen ninety seven. That's what. Mm -hmm. That was the same director. Yeah, Pete Doctor is definitely going to be like the new John Lasseter at Pixar, because Lord knows Lasseter isn't there anymore. At least he shouldn't be. What happened? Because I don't know oh, anything he, about. Oh, he got me too'd for um hugging people. This is this is why instead of hugging woman, uh, I always just give him a suplex. <laughs> so I have an out. Like I didn't hug. I just wanted to show her my suplex. See, you can't me to me. Anyway. Beggy. But yeah, um, I have hopes for Pete Doctor. I hope his career doesn't go like the way of Rabber was like, I'm going to do live action now, and it all bombs. Yeah, I'm going to do a live action. Mulan 2. Aww. Live action. But, yeah. Actually, we already have plans what we're going to do next time. Right? Um, yes. To continue this, I guess, theme, I guess, of trying to talk about more modern stuff, I'm, we are going to talk about Kid Cosmic, the new Craig McCracken show yeah. on Netflix. 
Yeah, it's on. Uh, how many seasons doesn't have? Does it have already? One. Yeah, one. It just came out. Yeah. Okay. I I will go. I will get to downloading it then. Or do you have Netflix, or have you seen it somewhere already? No, I have not seen it. I specifically saved it for the podcast. Okay, then I will download it and you know share it. And uh, how many episodes does it have? Do you know? I'm sure like ten or twelve, like most Netflix shows. Yeah. All right, let's hope. <laughs> it's good that there wasn't. Okay, here's another question. Another question: yeah. Were there any Netflix adaptations? Of uh, Cartoon Network stuff like live live action. No, I mean there will be one for Powerpuff Girls on the CW, but aside from that, no. Yes. Oh wait, no. Yes, there was. There was a Ben Ten one. There's a there was a live action Ben Ten movie that was made, Is and it it's actually canon. From what I remember, kind of. When did the team out? Okay, there were okay, there were two. One that I actually thought was good, which came out in like two thousand six, I think, called Race Against Time. No, not Race Against Time. Fuck, there's like a billion Ben Ten movies. Never mind. Uh, but there's two of them. One, one that I forgot the title, and another one called Alien Swarm. And now, now was the one where I thought was eh. Did they were they faithful to the material? You know, I say yes. In my opinion, at least. I never seen Ben Ten. I seen only thing of Ben Ten I seen is two things. First one is that game on Hyperscan, <laughs> and the second one is that meme where they show up that Gwen is Gwen from Ben Ten, right? Yeah, Gwen. That like. Gwen with like either her her mouth turned around is Ben or something like that. Basically, you gotta show me what I did not understand that. You're gonna have to show me that later. Yeah, if I can find it. But that's that's what I heard of Ben Ten, and I'm sure there was a bunch of video games about it. Oh, there is. Which Trust me, there we, we're is. We're gonna cover them all. It's gonna be ten hours, but. Oh God. Yeah, it's a good thing we don't go for like, uh, you know, flash game stuff. Yeah. Or because I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna show some flash games, and then I'm like, there's way too many. This. Look, I can kill a person hearing that. D don't. People, people didn't hear that when we were recording, but I and I'm gonna repeat this joke because no one heard it. I think people, I think people were like, I think it was used in Iraq to torture people. Okay, what Leroy is showing you now is how to lose a friend one-on-one. -on -one <laughs> for uh, forever and never talk to them. Anyway. Yeah. So we'll be back with the... Kid Cosmos, right? Cosmic. Kid Cosmic. Okay, Kid Cosmic. We're gonna, we're gonna be back with that in the March. And why did we choose Soul in the... 
months of love? Well, because the main character has kind of a girlfriend or a girl he's interested in called Lisa. Yeah. Which never actually appears in the movie, which I feel like if this was, if this was made by like Illumination, she would be like the second main character. Yeah, and she would be like very energetic to come, like contrast him, and that would be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. No, if it was Illumination, she would be just a bunch of minions in a trench coat. So yeah, we need to we need to watch like Illumination one of these days. No, please no. Do they have like good stuff? I mean, robots was okay from what I remember. I heard Despicable Me people don't hate. The first one, yeah. The rest is just uh. uh what else? What else have they made? The Lorax. Oh. oh. I, I, I remember. I, I, I haven't seen much of it, but I remember it being bad. It is. I don't know. And for some reason, when I'm looking at Lorex, it reminds me of fucking food fight. <laughs> I don't know why. That is well. I don't know why, but food fight looks like something that would be made by Illumination in the early days. I'm bad. Can I be? Yeah, you know what we should watch for shits and giggles and review. What the B movie? Just because? Okay, I today I seen this uh, compilation of YouTube, which is called uh, B movie being weird, and it shows off all this weird shit. Like the scene of uh, of a guy, like remember the guy who got left for a bee. He was basically doing fencing with a bee. I'll already think this. Yeah. Yeah, but. Oh, uh, speaking of DreamWorks, fun fact: we originally were gonna tackle Shrek because Shrek is love, Shrek is life. But then I realized, oh wait, that meme is dead. So we did Soul instead. Yeah, and people been promising Shrek Four for uh, Shrek Five for ages now. Which I and don't. It's coming. It's coming. They confirmed it. I don't think it should be coming. Do you think? Uh, do, oh, do it's gonna think? come. All right, it's gonna come all over the place. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna be as good as Shrek the Third. Oh, because that's the one where he has kids. Oh, ha ha. Uh, no, no, I didn't even think of that. Good on you for picking that, that, that on that level. I just mean like that. Shrek the Third was really bad, and I was like, it's gonna be as good as Shrek the Third. Okay. And on that hilarious high note, I think yeah. we should end things here for like the third time. Yes, we should end it just like our lives because they're mediocre. Good night. Good night, folks. Mm-hmm.